0: Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the thought leaders to watch podcast. Let's get started.
1: Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, James Whitaker at jameswitt.com, W-H-I-T-T. James, you're out in Los Angeles. How are things out there today?
2: Things have been great. It's been a bit bit windy and a bit rainy here, which I'm not usually used to, having lived in California for eight years and being from Australia before that. But it's a good good part of the world usually.
1: Oh yes, I'm sure it is. Um, so thanks for being here today. You have your fingers in a lot of different areas. I know you work with um, Catherine Mora, our producer in the Thought Leaders Academy. You're in tune. You're a thought leader. You're teaching thought leaders. So we have a lot of ground to cover. Um, But I kind of want to start with just the fact that, you know, every guest after dozens and dozens of um, podcasts, we've asked them what book they would recommend. And I didn't take an official tally, but Think and Grow Rich came up often. And, um, you know, people recommended to read it for the first time if people hadn't read it or to read it over and over, read it again at this stage of your life. Um, So I know that that would be one book you would recommend, but tell me about your connection with it.
2: Yeah. Well, I can I can recommend so many different books. A, a book sure. that's really stood out for me in the last couple of years that I think would be a really good one for entrepreneurs would be Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. That one is, it really brings people in to exactly what the entrepreneurial journey entails because it's every time I've started a new business or anything like that, it's always between 50 and a hundred times harder than <laughs> I actually think it's going right. to be. So, so I think people having a bit of an overview of some of those challenges is, is really important through everything that Shoe Dog talks about. But Thinking Grow Rich is a is a fantastic book for people if it is too if it is a little bit too complex for them because it can be a challenging read depending on how old you are or what life experience you have to bring right. to it. That's where my book, Think and Grow Rich The Legacy, comes in. So that is a modern companion. It's certainly not a substitute. But what Think and Grow Rich the Legacy really is, is a collection of short stories, and it provides a brief overview of each principle of Think and Grow Rich in a modern context. So you're going to learn about examples of how people like Oprah Winfrey and Sarah Blakely and Jeff Bezos and the Navy SEALs, how all of those people were able to have an amazing impact on the world through using the principles of thinking, gray Grow Rich and how you can do it, too.
1: Right. So, yeah, the original great stories of, you know, some of the the big names. Um, uh, we've got Carnegie and we've got, um, you know, several different older stories, right? Edison and um,
2: Henry Ford. So, yeah. Henry plenty. Ford.
1: Yeah. And so now you're just talking about, you know, you're bringing it into the modern world. So the examples that we're reading are more relevant.
2: That's right, because at the end of the day, as much as we like to think that our problems here have never been seen before, pretty much every single problem that we are faced today can be solved by using these timeless principles. They worked for everyone uh, who was featured in the original Think and Grow Rich, which mm-hmm. was published in 1937. They've worked for everyone who's featured in my book, Think and Grow Rich a Legacy, and they'll work for you too. Success does not discriminate. It comes to all those who do what needs to be done.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Put the work in. Put, you know, behind that big idea. So um, when did you first encounter Think and Grow Rich?
2: So I I had first heard about it when I was a teenager because it was the book that changed my dad's life. But when I read it as a teenager, it just didn't hit me as much as I was expecting it to. So it was only actually through listening to people like Jim Rowan whose primary influence was Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, that I found my way back to Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich. And then it became a completely transformational book for me. However, the principles on there have always been very, very significant in my life. Things like um, desire, which is the very first principle of Think and Grow Rich. If you don't know what you want, how can you possibly (laughs) expect to end up there? And the biggest one for me by far would be the power of the mastermind. So that says that you don't need to have all of the answers yourself, you can surround yourself with other people. And that is how you can make an impact far greater than you ever could make alone. Because every single opportunity that I've had in my life and every success that I've had in my life is as a result of relationships. So that's the ninth pr- principle of Think and Grow Rich, the power of the mastermind.
1: Yeah. And that community is so important. And you kind of even mention too, like the way back to the book was just through a relationship. Right? You know, you have found someone in that story or who had been impacted by that story that resonated with you, and then that, you know kind of brought you back, I don't want to say home, right, but to to the book. and then the the community, yeah, the masterminds are so important.
2: Yeah, it was, it was almost home to a degree because I, I feel like now in the work that I've been involved in with this film, Thinking Great a Legacy, and in the book, Thinking Great a Legacy, that was really the, sort of the first moment in my life where it was like the clouds had parted and I realized exactly what I was put here on this earth to do. So in many ways... Uh, as you mentioned, it is, it is the passing of the tort from generation to generation, from people like Napoleon Hill to Jim Rowan to me to, to so many other people beyond and also so many other people who are around today who, who continue to influence me. That's part of the role that I am really passionate about doing with the work that I do with the Napoleon Hill Foundation to let people know that there's actually simple, pro- uh, simple solutions to a lot of these troubling problems that plague us most.
1: Sure. Yeah. And the troubling problems, like you said, that um, it may feel like it's the first time we've encountered them. But so many other people have encountered them first. And uh, yeah, actually, I was thinking um, home is an appropriate place because you said this was a book that impacted your father. And so it was definitely something y'all could bond over.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like it was it was he read Think and Grow Rich and he made two decisions after that, two goals really. He said first of all that he would start his own business within ninety days, and he did. He started it within I think it was one hundred days. So he was ten days off, but wow. aim for the stars and, <laughs> and you'll hit the moon, which is totally right. fine. And then the next one, the next goal that he put down was that he would spend the rest of his life promulgating these success principles from Napoleon Hill that had been so impactful in his own life. And he's continued to do that. Now, I've continued to do that. And now there are people who have read Thinking Grow Rich's a Legacy in more than 40 countries around the world. It's translated in, I think, eight languages at the moment. And it's, it's nice to have that role in helping people be able to help themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. And you said there's a movie. I, I had seen that, but I have not seen the movie. So tell us about that and what maybe um, how that medium might work differently for people.
2: For sure. Well, the the movie is about two hours in length, and just by virtue of the medium, it, it doesn't go into the depth that the book Thinking Grow Rich: The Legacy goes into. But it includes dramatic reenactments of some of the most popular stories from the original Think and Grow Rich stories, like Three Feet from Gold, stories like what happened with Thomas Ad, uh, with Thomas Edison. So many uh, Edwin Barnes when he when he met Thomas Edison. There's so mm-hmm. many amazing stories like that that are captured in this film. It's it's very engaging. It's very motivational. And for people who want a more Detailed blueprint. That's where Thinking Grow Rich's A legacy, the book, can can come in. But in both of those things, you'll learn the stories of people like Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Bob Proctor from The Secret. David Meltzer, uh, Warren Moon, there's, there's so many people uh, from, Rob Deerdeck, who's got something like 10 TV shows at the moment. Right. <laughs> all, all of these, every time I turn on the TV, I see Rob's face. Uh, all of these amazing people who are featured in there themselves. Uh, so they're giving firsthand interviews. I sat down with all of these people to, to learn their stories so I could present them to the world. Mm-hmm. So just super proud to be involved in, in both of those projects.
1: Yeah. And I, I do love movies. Um, they do speak to you at a different level and, you know, it's a good refresher or a good, you know, reintroduction or a good introduction. Um, so I was, I thought that was neat and I'll have to, I'll have to watch that soon. Um, what are some other things? So you talked about, you know, passing on, um, these lessons to new thought leaders, right. Thought leaders to watch thought leaders to be, um, give us a couple examples, some stories of people you've worked with and what they're saying about how this is impacting their life.
2: Well, there's a whole bunch of of different people out there. There are people I know who um, have gone through horrible childhoods and all of these different things and they go and read a book or get access to a resource that can completely change their idea of what's possible. And then when they surround themselves with the right community that shows them what levers to pull, that's when absolutely everything changes. So often we have those moments in our life. Where we know deep down it's a really defining moment for us, even though nothing outwardly has changed. And that's what, like, that's the moment that I had when I was 23 years old. And I'm I'm really excited to have to create those moments of decision for people where they can really plan a flag to life and say, you know what, here I am, come and get me. And there are people in our podcasters group. We have a, a group that shows podcasters how to make money. There's a guy who joined just the other day, amazing guy. I'm gonna give him a shout out, Kevin Lowe. He's based in Florida. Florida, and he's a blind podcaster. Now, I, I meet so many people who tell me that they can't do this, they can't do that. Right? When, when you've got someone like Kevin who is a blind podcaster, the most inspiring guy that you would ever hope to meet uh, or talk to, he's just an, an incredible guy and a great inspiration to me. There are so <laughs> many other people out there as well who who many of them featured in Thinking Grow Rich The Legacy, and, and I, I am a huge believer that no one, not a single person on the planet reaches the age of 30 without facing and having overcome significant adversity. Every single one of us. And sometimes people who come from good backgrounds—that is actually what really handicaps them the most. But right. there are people, that, yeah. yeah, there are people out there I know, like Jim Stovell, who at the age of 18 went totally and permanently blind. Janine Shepherd, who was hit by a truck and spent ten days in a coma and six months in the spinal ward. Todd Love, who became a triple amputee after getting blown up in Afghanistan. Like I have interviewed enough of these people to know that we have so much more power in our head than what we give ourselves credit right. for. We just need to follow the right plan and be around the right people. And when we do that, the whole world changes.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's really just no excuses left at, at a certain point when you see some of those people um, growing rich, right? And not just money and not just fame, but, you know, like relationships. And, you know, that's what I love about the whole concept is, you know, your idea of what you desire does not have to be a million bucks.
2: Absolutely. And what's the what's the idea of just saying, I, I work with people. I, I have what I believe is one of the most effective goal-setting systems in existence. And when I work with people and I the very first thing I say to them is, what do you want? Just brainstorm, just create a list of all the things that you want. And I had someone say to me once, my goal is to have a million dollars in the bank. And I said, cool. How did you land on that number? And he said, well, I just thought that would be something cool to have. And unless you have any type of emotional charge behind it, you're not going to be motivated to go and get a million dollars right. and figure out how you can justify giving or earning a million dollars by giving more than $1 million worth of, worth of service to people. So when you have the right emotion behind the right goals and you follow the right process, that's what makes you resourceful enough and resilient enough to get all of the things into your life and resilient enough that when adversity strikes it, you will continue on. I think they're two of the best attributes that anyone can have resourcefulness and resilience. Resourcefulness, yes. obviously, being that you can acquire anything that you want people, money, all those different opportunities to help you get to where you need to be. (laughs) Yeah. And on the resilience side, a quote I I talk about often is that how you respond to adversity when it inevitably strikes is what separates ordinary people from extraordinary achievers. Life's going to absolutely kick you in the ass over (laughs) and over and over again. But what are you going to do when that happens?
1: Right. Yeah. Resilience. I mean, that's a choice, right? You can roll over or you can climb out. And um, something else too, that I I just uh, remember hitting on. And when you talked about it, um, that million dollar story, I mean, that man, that man's desire was not his own, right? Like he's looking at external people like this sounds like it might be cool. And somebody would think that I should desire this. And so the desire has to be yours has to be one of those switches inside.
2: Yeah, like this, this one individual, we, we spoke about well, what would be an emotional goal for you. And it turns out that his mother had died of a certain type of cancer, and he wanted to raise money then to be able to cure that particular form of, of cancer. That has so much more emotional right, charge. Yes. So you can figure everything else around it. Like, no, like a million dollars in the <laughs> bank, like, who cares? Like, money is. Money is An enabler for us to contribute to the causes that we care about most. Yeah, exactly. It's a tool like a phone or a hammer. It can be a great resource for us or it can absolutely destroy us. And that's why it's so important, yeah, to be able to make sure we use money in the right way and have the right plan for holistic health. What does success look like in all areas of our life? I mean, it's such a sad tale to think of a a billionaire sitting in his or her mansion with no friends and and bad physical health and, and the rest of their life is a mess.
1: Yeah, lonely and rich does not sound fun.
2: <laughs> <That's> right.
1: <laughs> so, um, James, what does a, being a thought leader mean to you? We haven't touched on that. Um, obviously, you are one, and you're teaching others to to you know hone that skill.
2: So, thought leadership to me, which I don't hear people talk about enough, there's a big difference between being a thought leader versus a thought follower. So many people think they're going to find their way to thought leadership by following the stuff that's out there. And there's a book I'm reading at the moment by Stephen Kotler called The Art of Impossible. And in it, he talks about his mission is threefold, but one of those components is that he wants to advance thought leadership around the state of being in flow because that's what what he does. Everything, right. All the work that he does is around being in flow. And I thought that was such a great mission to advance the literature on that thing that he's so passionate about. So I think to me, you cannot talk about being a thought leader without comparing it to being a thought follower. So being super clear on exactly who you are, where you want to go, and then not being afraid to have your opinion and share your voice with the world. I know in 2021, there's people all around you from all sides who are trying to tell you you're not enough, your voice doesn't matter, and all of these different elements. But I'm here to tell you, you are enough, your voice does matter. Let's share it out there in the world because the world needs more of you.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't need just black, white and gray. We need some red and yellow, orange and, you know, it all makes it beautiful. For Sure,
2: like there's a quote I I, I think about often from Stephen Covey, seek first to understand, then be understood. The more people who are talking and then listening without a lens of judgment, creating that communication is how we get past all of these different issues. It's how we figure out what's important to you so I can help you. And the best way to get is to give first and to give without the expectation of anything in return. All of that comes from using our voices. That's why I'm so passionate about using our voices. And with our We Are podcast podcast, company, what we do is our three values are connection, collaboration, and contribution. And they work in tandem. They're so important to have those three values in in 2021 and beyond.
1: Yeah. So tell us, I know you have an event coming up for that group, We Are Podcasters. Can you tell us more about that?
2: Yes, on the 20th and 21st of May, we will be hosting an event to help podcasters make money from their show. So if you don't have a podcast or you have a podcast and you just want to get it to that next that next level, we'll be showing you exactly what you can do to start generating a good income from your show. And you know, people think that when they hear how to make money from your podcast, it's all about money. Well, it's not. But if you do not understand how you can crack the code to being able to generate an ongoing revenue from your business and your podcast, you will become one of the more than 80% of podcasts out there that are inactive. And you will eventually begin to resent the podcast, the very thing that you created because you had a passion for something. So you need to recognize whether you're an artist, a creator, as we all are, if we're into podcasting, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to crack the code to monetization. If you can't do that, it's not a good ending. I've seen it time and time again.
1: Oh yeah. It's super frustrating because regardless, podcasting comes with expenses. And if so, you don't have incoming, you know, revenue, those expenses just, it's grind.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of the people I talk to and I ask them, what are your goals from the podcast? And they say, I just want to cover your costs. And the very first thing we do is say, let's just, let's raise that a little bit more around the idea of, of what's possible. And we, we work with people on a, in a whole bunch of different areas too. There's people who constantly reach out to me to say I get these high-level people on my show and they're not sharing um, the show with anyone and with their big audience. And mm-hmm. But for me, with my podcast, every single person who's at a high level who I bring on, every time I log on to Facebook, I'm seeing them share they're this this episode. Yeah, it's just having the right plan and knowing exactly what levers to pull.
1: Yeah. And I think probably giving them, right, you know, making that easy for them to share and yeah, not just making sure that they're doing all the work.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Show me the incentive and I'll show you the outcome.
1: Right. That giver attitude that you were talking about earlier. Absolutely. Well, James, it's been great. Um, I love the connection to Think and Grow Rich. Again, like I said, our audience um, has always hearing our guests recommend that book. Um, so, and I didn't even know about the Napoleon Hill Foundation and the and the the legacy um, component. So, thanks for sharing that with us today. And um, again, May twenty to twenty first, right, is the yep. we Are podcast event.
2: Yeah. So that'll be super exciting. So I hope to see all of the the aspiring and existing podcasters at the event. And if I can be of service to anyone out there, just reach out and and let me know.
1: Sure. Tell us where to reach out.
2: Yeah. You can connect with me on Instagram at Witt J-A-M-E-S-W-H-I-T-T, or at my website, jameswitt.com. And if you actually want that comprehensive goal setting system that I mentioned earlier, you can click the link in my bio on Instagram and you'll be able to get that as an instant download.
1: Well, there you go. Thank you for your generosity and your thoughts and your time today.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do it. screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag thought leaders to watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.